The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now, to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's Saturday, October 29th. What the hell happened October? Where did it go? Oh, well, it'll be November before you know it. We're going to be hooking up in just a minute with Captain James Smith aboard the California Dawn. Well, we're going to talk about the California Dawn 1 and 2, but we're going to talk about his epic four-day long-range trip down in San Diego. Uh, A few fish were caught. We'll let him tell you all about it in just a moment. Captain Jeff Suhu with Suhu Sport Fishing is going to talk Delta Stripers with us. He'll be live on the water this morning, and we need to share the information with you. Delta Stripers are on the chomp out there, folks. Ken Brown, not Kent, but Ken Brown from Bodega Tackle joins us live one week before the big crab opener is coming up, and everybody's into into the action and looking forward to those big crab 10 fish limits 10 crab you get to take home then of course justin leonard without cast guide service he's deer hunting today and he's been chasing stripers he's got it pre-recorded telling you where to go and what to do to get into great striper action in the delta or even the metro area alan fong of course joins us his video came out on pyramid lake we'll talk about that and more and the big sale going on justin lucas tournament bass pro with major league fishing he'll be at fisherman's warehouse in sacramento today starting about 10 o'clock he'll join us live on the air this morning at seven o'clock talk bass fishing maybe kent brown can share stuff because i don't think he'll want to talk trout with me but we'll find out and of course mike ogney's got all the info on crab season and what's going on salt water and out the gate and then we've got Senior Tuna, another phenomenal four-day trip. He just came back on. He'll share that with you. Then we're taking you out sturgeon fishing with Captain Zach Medinas. He's got some great info to share with you. And he's done another Angler West TV show, too. James Stone, the president of the Northern California Guides and Sportsmen's Associations, is with us talking about their big fundraising dinner on November 5th that you need to attend to support the guys that are doing so much for us. And Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, hooks up with us with great freshwater opportunities and a story about a shoe he caught. Well, he probably didn't want us to talk about that, but we'll talk about the trophy shoe he bought off the bottom of the ocean coming up. Let's waste no time. I bet this guy's got a shoe or two in his time, too. Let's hook up with a man from the California Dawn. Captain James Smith joins us live. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, Seth. You're scaring the hell out of me nowadays, boy. <laughs> Sorry. Last-minute calls to the phone. Anyway, James, tell our listeners about Thanks your- for that, James. By the way, it puts him in such a good mood for the rest of the morning. <laughs> James. Oh, like, I like to push his buttons in the morning. Yeah, that's if all. You and I both do. And we, you know, you'd think after 23 years, he'd figure this out. 25. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is. You'd think I would have had it figured out twice by now. <laughs> James, another phenomenal trip down south for you. These warm water fingers have turned water on all over for us. Tell them about uh, the big fish that you and your brother and everybody else got into. Yeah, we uh, we uh, charter the Polaris Supreme. It's my annual trip every year. I uh, I take a boat down south every season, just kind of like my little 
reward to some of my guys that work for me. And, you know, we, we always have a, a, a boatload of, of charter captains and deckhands and, and, you know, industry guys. And we, we go down and grab a boat. This year was, was special. Uh, this year, you know, we really got the big bluefin. We had uh, pulled 144 bluefin to 267 pounds. A lot of those fish in the 100-pound range, um, most even the fly line fish, were like 34. 30 or 40 to 100 pounds. So you never really quite knew what you were going to get a hold of. Uh, fish were eating 30-pound line, and uh, everything just felt like a battle. It was just it was a battle. And, it, you know, it was a slow pick, but it was a pick. It was good and, you know, quite a bit of action. And, uh, you know, some days you didn't know what time the fish were to come. One day we went through a stretch where we didn't get anything for about, about 20 hours, and the fish started biting at 4 in the morning after a bunch of blank stops and we got onto them and uh, got what we needed. But uh, what a great trip. A lot of camaraderie there, a lot of fun. And, you know, of all people that got that big one, it was my brother Steve and, and the, the damnedest of things. You know, you know what he was using for a lure? I'm afraid to ask. <laughs> a sinker. <laughs> the new the new thing down there, I mean, throw away – I don't say throw away all your all your, uh, all your – you know, your jigs, but he was using a 16 ounce sinker with the treble hook with two assist hooks on it of all things. And that was the hot lure. He had seven fish over a hundred pounds on that thing. Yeah, so the I'm body, really the body of the lure, the weight of that thing is just shaped similar to a fish. I would imagine elongated. No, straight oh, 16 ounce torpedo weight. The same thing we use here for, you know, bouncing the bottom. And he was throwing that, um, <laughs> throwing that. <laughs> and, you know, it's a damnest thing. You know, I mean, somebody, um, one of the guys from the Royal Polaris came up with that idea and they'd been fishing it and I heard it was hot. So we had a couple of them on and I, I even used it too for a minute and you know, uh, I caught a tune on it. Sounds like something that crew would have done after a few adult beverages. And that's exactly what I was just <laughs> going to bring up to him because he sent me a series of photos and videos oh, on yeah. shenanigans on board the boat. <laughs> like the guy that had to jump into the fish hole full of blood and fish and everything just to see what it's he like. He got $300 for that, Seth. Well, I would have jumped in the son of a gun myself. Well, 300 bucks, for, you know, I mean, come on. You guys are crazy out there, James. Well, you know, we're industry guys. We're just cutting loose. And then, yeah, my deckhand, Scotty, jumped in the the uh, 30 degree RSW blood soaked uh, fish hole, landed on landed on a pile of tuna, went underwater. And then and awesome. uh, I understand you guys turned off all the hot water to the shower when he went racing down to warm up. Yeah, I don't know who came up with that idea, but I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, he went down to to, to rinse off, and the and the crew decided to cut the hot water to his cabin so he got a, a double cold shower so it was uh it was pretty funny stuff no it wasn't when that blood's dripping oh, off his gosh. body when he crawled out of the water i went oogie that you is know, definitely oogie. you know what's so funny sep is imagine what the deckhead does when this crew gets on board what's he do to spend the rest of the week on his phone yeah, sitting over in the corner, looking at social media. Yeah, they don't even need a deckhand with all right. these could captains you, and could everybody. You imagine? On board. It's like, don't touch yeah. that. Set it down. Well, James, we're they glad are. you're back and survived most of the shenanigans that were going on out there. But uh, big important weekend coming up here on the fifth. Yeah, I uh, got home and we're pretty much as 
full steam on getting uh, hydraulics ready for the boats. I, I updated all the hydros on the California Don One. I mean, these things, these boats are going to be pulling these hoops lightning fast and, and, you know, getting back to business. It's, it's all business now. You know, I, I've got Sean running one of the boats today, the two boat. I'm working on the one boat. And, um, we're doing a uh, gear work tomorrow. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it's, it's full speed. We're, we're collecting all our stuff, making sure the ropes are good, make sure the hoops don't have holes in them, making sure the traps are ready to go when, and if they do open up trap fishing, uh, we're getting that stuff ready too. So, I mean, I got piles of gears we're going through and, uh, got a trailer loaded up, ready to roll for the, for the opener on Saturday. It's, um, you know, it's, it's crunch time now, but we're, we're going to be ready for it. Well, the Department of Fish and Wildlife sent out a bulletin, uh, I guess yesterday sometime. They expect to be anticipating the next risk and assessment on November 23rd. So the sport fishing is going to definitely open up on date on the 5th, but commercial is being delayed and could be delayed until uh, at least the 23rd or until the 5th of December they're talking about also. So basically, the few numbers of traps or pots that are going out early in the season just from sport fishing isn't the biggest risk of entanglement. There's maybe 1,500, 2,000 traps that end up or pots that go out. In addition to that, when the commercial guys hit it, don't they have like 100 times that many that hit the water too? Yeah, the numbers, the number is a big number. It's like 125,000 traps. Right. That, that hit the water on the opener. So, I mean, that's a lot of gear that, that makes it in the water, and it, it makes our 2,000, um, 2000 traps coastwide look just, just minuscule by by just, just amount. You know, it, it's a lot of gear that goes in the water. Well, the nice part is sport fishing isn't as in, uh, potentially entanglement with the whales that they have, and everything looks okay for sport fishing right now, and I'm sure it's going to roll with this latest bulletin they put out, and then they'll be reassessing everything on the 23rd for the additional uh, extension of the season for the commercial guys, too. So they'll be getting back into gear on it at the same – about a month later than normal. Yeah, and I, I'm telling everybody, I'm stressing everybody, don't wait for a, don't wait for a, uh, a pot opener. And, you know, everything's subject to change, even the head start, the fair head start, is, is kind of up in the air. Um, you know, last year we got a token of a head start. It was about a week with, with pots, which was great. But, uh, you know, you never know, you never know. It, it may be, okay, pot fishing opens up tomorrow with the commercial fleet and the sport fleet. So I'm telling guys, like, be serious about getting who fishing, getting into this fishery. There's so many whales out there, and this this is here to stay. I mean, we're not dodging. This isn't a one one and done or two and done type thing. Like this is something that we'll have to look look at year after year after year until those uh, till the whales migrate out of the area. This is this is here. So yeah, plan on that's going to take up the, the hoops. That's going to take uh, the warm water changing out there probably a little bit too. We've got such nice. Temperatures coming along, offering us other fisheries, but it also brings in the big dogs too at the same time. James, a lot I'm of whales. glad you guys had a great trip. Glad to hear that Steve got that 267 pound bluefin tuna down there. Great action, great fun. And now it's time to get back into the grind because crab season is here, my friend. Give them all the hookup info they need so they can get on board with the one or the two and have a great time out there and come back with 10 big Dungeness crab too. 
Absolutely. The number here, 510-417-5557. Reach us on the web at CaliforniaDawn.com or uh, check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Get your reservations, folks. The boats are filling up fast on the combo trips, and it might be your only source for Dungeness Crab this uh this opener with the with the delay of the commercials. So come on out, grab a spot, and come out and uh, get your crab. Captain James Smith with the California Dawn, one and two. Don't miss the opportunity. And like I always say, make your reservations or you're not going to have any crab this year. James, thanks for hooking up with us. You can go back to sleep now. <laughs> I'm on my way. Thanks, guys. Have <laughs> yeah. a great show. Captain James Smith, a great asset to the fisheries out there in the Pacific Ocean. He does so much. I yes, mean, he, he does. really does. It, it, he's got great boats and, you know, it's a business, but obviously he, you know, he takes his vacation and goes fishing, Sap, and he fishes every day. There's something wrong with that There's boy. There's definitely <laughs> something wrong with that boy, but we've known that for a long time. That's why we love him. All right, let's take a quick break right now. When we get back, Captain Jeff Suhu is Suhu Sport Fish is going to tell you all about Delta Striper action. You don't want to miss this. We'll be right back after this quick break. Y'all stick around. You're going to get hooked. Planning a fishing getaway, a private charter, a tour of San Francisco Bay, or Northern California's coast? The California Dawn Sport Fishing Boat is the answer. Second-generation charter boat operator Captain James Smith will get you in the fish or take you out for a day to remember. With over 20 years' experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, the professional crew of the California Dawn will put you in the action for halibut and stripers, shark and sturgeon, rock and lingcod, and, of course, crab combo trips, where anglers get their share of rod and reel action, then check the pots for crab to add to their catch. Specializing in live bait potluck fishing trips, the California Dawn is a fast 50-foot fiber glass boat powered by twin diesel engines with the latest in marine electronics sonar heated cabin fully electric galley for hot meals and restroom facilities they all make the california dawn one of the most comfortable fishing charters available the availability of fishing licenses bait and tackle on board make fishing easy and enjoyable to find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on board the california dawn or to book a trip give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check the web at www.californiadawn.com hi this is seth to tell you about my favorite car deal and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people. Well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small-town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know, I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at Ron Duprat Ford.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? Duckworth Boats. Hand-built by highly trained, skilled boat builders with pride, precision, and craftsmanship. With models from 18 to 40 feet. Designed for both fresh and saltwater activities. Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon is your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Featuring
Featuring the entire line of Duckworth boats. From outboard tillers to jets and inboards, the Advantage Navigator, Pacific Navigator, Pacific Pro, and Offshore Series exemplify Duckworth's attention to details. Gone Fish and Marine's trained sales staff will help get the Duckworth boat you need with the right power, performance, and accessories. No other boat compares. Be part of the legacy. Join the family of proud Duckworth owners. Learn more at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or duckworthboats.com. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back and lots going on out there. You know, uh, Kent and I just got back from a trip along with a couple other friends, Bob Smalley and their good friend Richard Burton, retired from Honda Marine. We were up at Pyramid Lake. You know, Kent, we have a knack for timing that right on a storm, don't we? <laughs> right after a storm. was, We'd have probably been better off during the storm. We but. went up Sunday and fished Monday. The big storm was yeah. Saturday, I believe, yeah. and it just tore the place apart and then sun i mean eight and a half foot white yeah, big waves water temperature dropped eight degrees scattered yeah, fish yeah. scattered bait scattered everything guess what happened monday when we hit the water we at 7 30 we had a great boat ride we did everybody that was fishing the lake had a great boat ride yeah nobody caught a fish that anyone is aware of the guides were all shaking their heads everybody was wondering it just got wiped out with that big storm. It did. It and it's going to take about probably four or five days for it to just settle back in, the, everything get back in their patterns, the minnows to start moving back around, all the bait fish start getting in the usual places, and then those trout that must have been hiding down deep someplace wondering <laughs> but, what the hell's going on. Besides that, it was, it was my first trip to ever see Pyramid. I know you fished it a lot, Seth, but it was my first trip to ever see Pyramid. So that was cool. It was great to see that lake. And I got to tell you what. That boat that J.D. Ritchie has. That's when, a dance floor. When you're, it is, and it, but, but being able to walk in that cabin and close that door up. When Sliding you're, glass door. When you're rolling across that place and you watch that, what is it, probably 40-some degree, 50-some degree water was, spraying across. It was the, 23 when we went right, out. Right, and you're you're inside there with a little heater on. You're looking out the window. He's got the windshield wiper on. Plenty, that boat is cool. Plenty of food. Yeah. Everything you need for a great day out there. Just missed one thing. That was been the fish. You know, but it was a great trip. I oh. mean, it was it was cool to Ran into run into Mark Haynes, our old buddy from Pure Fishing, and uh, he he joined us for dinner, and he and his wife, and it was a uh, it was good to just get away and and go up there and uh, and go fishing. But uh, you know, and uh, you should have been here yesterday, and we'll get them next time. That's exactly what we told JD. We're That's coming right. back. You just let us know. I'll, I'll come back anytime. Down. Oh, it's they're monster fish. You got to do it, folks, and uh, don't do it right after a huge storm. Okay, give it a day, maybe two, exactly, maybe right. three. And let's not give it any more time at all. Let's head to Suhu Sport Fishing right now. Let's find out about the Delta Striper action with the man himself, Captain Jeff Suhu, joins us live. Good morning, Jeff. Hey, good morning. Good morning. How you guys doing? We are doing outstanding. You and I had a chat the other day about the Striper action out there, and you told me it's just steady and going, Seth. Tell our listeners about it and what they can get into. Yeah, you know, the fish seem to, you know, they never left. They never, these fish stayed up in a river here since most of these fish stayed up here last and all summer long. You know, we didn't really see them down in the, in the, in the ocean this year. And the, the guys were having such a big, uh, good fishing up here. 
we came back early, like end of August, we started fishing, and fishing's been fantastic. Uh, the water's starting to cool off a little bit now, and uh, in fact, it dropped a little bit too fast, and the action kind of slowed down last week. But uh, when I say slow down, we still caught about 30, 40 fish. Yeah, that's nothing to shake a stick at, <laughs> especially from a guy that just got back from Pyramid that jigged his right arm off out there for a while. You know, it's it's funny what storms can do, what winds can do and everything, and how they have impacts on fish. Cooling temperatures are one of the things that we've all been praying for, all hoping for, and now that it's coming, you know, action is just going to continue, isn't it, Jeff? It's going to get better and better. It's going to get better and better once it just stabilizes here. Yep. Um, you yep. know, it's the fluctuation. It's just a sudden drop. You know, it got cold pretty quick. I was pretty surprised. But, uh, um, you know, these fish were, are, were stacked up pretty good for – I was on fish for all the way until last week. Last week they weren't stacked, but every other trip, I, I kid you not, it's just four rods out. You're having three on at a time. What's your best on at a time? What's the best offering out there? You know, we're drifting live bait. We're drifting live bait. Uh, that's why we hate the wind, and uh, we've been fishing a lot of mudsuckers when we could get it. Ouch. At about four bucks a pop for mudsuckers nowadays. They, you know, we don't get a break on them. Yeah, they are selling them three bucks a pop to four bucks a pop. They're just it's it's a limited supply too of what you can get. So you remember when you were a kid, you could go out and catch those accidentally while you were trying to catch stuff out there, and then now they're paying three bucks a piece for them. I That's used, it. All you needed was a split shot and a piece of red worm, and you could catch them. I used to catch them before. for the bait shops, and they give me ten cents a piece. They, <laughs> I think. I think they're probably getting a little bit too much for them right now, but, you know, whatever the market will bear, I guess, is what it is. Live bait is a great answer out there. There's no doubt about it. And some people go around catching bluegill and then use bluegill for it, too. It's an, oh, yeah. Another one of the techniques, natural baits that are out there. Now, are you finding most of these fish in the cuts? Are you finding them out off channel, or where, where are you getting uh, best of your action? You know, Seth, if there's no, you know, if there's some wind, I'm ducking into the side sloughs. But if it seems like there's just fish everywhere, there's fish everywhere. I kind of slide up. There's fish shallow. There's fish deep. You know, today we have a small tide. I'll probably be targeting the deeper water today. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, um, you know, it's uh, we'll just have to go from there. You well, know, I'm only fishing the weekends right now, so you know, business has really, really changed this season. Overall, I've never all the guys I've talked to have never seen it this slow before <laughs> this slow i think it's probably pretty decent down there compared to most of the places that everybody's experiencing right now there's just great striper action it's almost like the fish from san francisco bay have already come back because they're getting some big fish too i mean i can know a guy that got a 32 last week i know a guy that picked up one in the 20s so there's obviously big fish out there what are you seeing as the normal out there for your uh, fish are they the schoolie size and the what two to seven pounds mostly Definitely, definitely schoolies, like three to six pounds, a lot of those. We're not seeing any big, big fish. We're not seeing any teeners. You know, we're getting some we're getting some double-digit fish on occasion, but we just have not seen that group of fish move up yet. Well, and this is the time of year. You know, this is the time of year. It's all about timing. You know, if you time your trip right, you're going to have a successful trip. You time it wrong, you're going to be with me and Kent at Pyramid. That's just the way it works. Well, Jeff, I know the action out there is going to be improving greatly for you. It's already good. And it's one of those things where you can take a kid out there and have some great nonstop action out there. Because if a kid sits there and gets bored, he's not going to want to do it again. And that's one of the cool things about this. There's always something going on, especially when you're live bait fishing. 
Definitely, definitely. Well, give them all the hookup information they need, Jeff, so they can find out more about Suhu Sport Fishing and get out there with you on the weekend and have a great time. Yeah, give me a call at 925-899-4045 or visit us at Suhu Sport Fishing, S-O-O-H-O-O, sportfishing.com. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, we post all our reports there. You got it, my friend. I appreciate you sharing with our listeners, and uh, I want to get out there and climb on board with you here in a couple of days, so we'll have to talk this week. Sounds good. Thank you, guys. Jeff Suhu with Suhu Sport Fishing. Give him a call at 925-899-4045 and get in on the action. Speaking of action, it's going to be getting real busy up in the Bodega Bay area next weekend. Let's. Oh, why don't I hit that first? You want to disconnect that, please? It's not disconnecting in here. You got it now. There we go. So let's, uh, next weekend is going to be the big opener of crab season. So let's head right now up to Bodega Tackle, right on the way to Bodega Bay and check in with the owner up there, Ken Brown, who told me about these wonderful fish traps called conicals a few weeks ago. And I thought it was a damn fish, but we'll figure that one out later on. Good morning, Ken. Hey, how you doing, Seth? I am doing outstanding. I know you're prepared. You were prepared last year. You must have a pile of everything ready to go for crab season right now. Or is it all sold already? Uh, we've sold a ton of it, but we are getting another delivery on Monday. We have a bunch here for the week, weekend. We have, so we've, we've sold almost two, uh, over 200 of them so far. Uh, the, the conicals, but we got plenty of, Everything. We got more coming. Like I said, we got more coming on Monday. Got hoops coming too? Who? We got hoops, the conicals. Um, and nobody's buying pots right now because nobody really knows when if it's going to open or when it's going to open. Uh, they're kind of talking. Sounds like it's going to happen. They're going to open the regular, uh, the regular traps, excuse me, when commercial opens but now i'm hearing rumblings maybe it might not be a commercial there might nobody really knows well they pushed so. i got a notice last night from the department and it says that they're going to reassess on the 23rd commercial isn't an opening right away and it could yeah. be as it could be as late as december 5th but they'll be doing their assessments towards the end of november to make yeah, that that's fun. what i heard so it's uh okay for the sport fishing guys that means all of us anglers can get out there and have a great time that's why you've got the opportunity anglers you can jump out there before 150,000 other traps hit the water and start attracting the crab that direction too when we can get ours out there we'll get our crab a whole lot easier kind of like a free run for a month or so isn't it yeah and i'll tell you what there are a ton of dungeness right now because for the last probably month and a half people have been coming in and going uh crab staring for red rock crab and they're getting probably 10 for every two dun- rock crab they get, they're getting like 10 Dungeness. There's, there's tons of Dungeness out there right <laughs> That's now. That's got to be really frustrating knowing you got to put them all back and wait a week. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I hear it. Yeah, but people get it. Most most of them do. And uh, most of the people that talk about it are doing what they're supposed to be doing. So, well, Ken, this is an exciting time of year for anglers. What, what's the sense uh, of people around there? Are they just going nuts over the opportunity to get out there? Or are they going to try doing their own potluck things now, too? They're going to do uh, the potlucks. We got it's it's kind of a different winter or the beginning or fall we'll call it because along with the rock fishing is super good. Now the salmon is picked back up. Mikey down on the Marin Coast has been doing pretty well, and I've been hearing they're getting people. Some people are getting uh, some salmon off a of ten mile. The halibut bite has just been off the hook for the last 
God, for the last month, I mean, there's guys that are here every day waiting waiting for me to get open up the shop, and they're going down, going halibut fishing. But then we got the bluefin. I was just going to say, I know you canceled your trip, but yeah, they're, still, we, they're out there, dude. Yeah, they are. We're we're gonna we we had some other stuff that came up. And we're gonna just do it on another time when we can focus more on it. But they're they're off they're off out the, off the Samarin coast. They're off of Half Moon Bay. They're off of Bodega. They're all the way up up to, you know up to Bragg. They're it's something else. And there's a lot of them being caught. I mean, for compared to normal years. So yeah, compared to zero, it's it's phenomenal right yeah. now. Yeah, don't have to go to San Diego no more to get these big fish. There's, they're uh, they're they're pretty big size too. So, it, but it kind of brings a a mix of just everything's kind of going. on. And the stripers are just going crazy now here. They uh, they're dredging the upper part of the of uh, the Petaluma River, and it's turning the stripers on. I think they're feeding on whatever's in the water when they're stewing there as they're dredging it. And at night, they're in the whole top of the water, just boiling. People are going down there with rattle traps, some of them with uh, bait. I'm trying to tell people they're probably, you know, turning up pile worms and stuff. But it's been pretty good, and, you know, and the Napa's doing good. And so there's a lot of, a little bit of everything. If we get a good rain, then the sturgeon's going to go wide open. So, Hey, folks, I mean, hang on, because you're heading towards <laughs> a great season here. This early fall stuff is going to just really crank it out for you once we get into that pattern, and it stabilizes for a few days. Katie, bar the door for fishing action. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's a, there's a like, lot going on. Like the rock, the rockfish has been really good. I think a lot of guys are going to, I think with the conicals, the best bet for them, people have been asking, and I'll say right now, is if you're going to get, if you have 10 of them, just drop them all, then go back and pull them, and just keep pulling them until you get, because they're going to be watching people this year. Yeah. Last year was a new thing. They're going to watch more that you stay by them or near them. And there are a lot of whales. I've been out. I've been out there, and there's I've seen some whales. Yeah. So do that, and then and then go get your rockfish. These conicals stack real nice in one stack in the corner, and they can be out of the way. And I, I know a lot of people are going to be doing that. Well, just get out there, folks. That's the main thing. Get the opportunity. Get out there. Enjoy it. It is a great thing to do, and it's a great meal to have at home later on. Ken, give them all the instructions, how they get there, where they can find out more, and get out there and stop by Bodega Tackle on their way out for a great saltwater day. Right on. So our address is 884 uh, Bodega Avenue, Suite 3, just on the outskirts of Petaluma, on your way out to Bodega Bay. You can always give us a call at 707-559-3239. And for daily updates, go to our Facebook page. That's our most active page, and you'll get a a taste of kind of what's going on all up and down the coast with Bodega Bay kind of being right in the center of it. Um, And you get an idea. If you jump on an extra party boat or whatever, you'll see it right there. Ken Brown with Bodega Tackle. It's right on the way to Bodega Bay as you pull out out of Petaluma. Easy to find. All the cars are blocking everything in front of the place trying to get baits and get out of there. (laughs) Ken, thanks for hooking up with us. You have a great one, my friend, and I know you'll get out on those blue fins soon. All right, Seth. Thanks a lot. All right. Take care. Great guy. This guy is a diehard fisherman. You know, when you got to cancel a fishing trip because your business is so dang busy, you don't have a problem. That's a good yeah, problem. Not at all. Uh-huh. All right. Let's take a quick break right now. We come back. It's RVs and destination. Then Justin Leonard sent us a pre-record on a great deer hunt experience he's had and the striper action out in the Delta right after this quick break. 
Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. France is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. France offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep-water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lorance is the perfect locator for you. Brad's sight, scent, and vibrations. That's what makes Brad's super baits and cut plugs killers for salmon, trout, and kokanee. And here's a tip. If you haven't tried the kokanee and mini cut plugs for midday salmon, large trout, or landlocked kings, you're absolutely missing out on the action. Brad's killer fish is the truest running J-plug on the market. Just ask the NorCal guides. It's quickly becoming the go-to plug for solid hookups. Check Brad's out at your favorite tackle retailer or at Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it. So I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for RVing and destination sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value in pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple Best of Awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. You know, a motorhome is a huge investment. You're going to want to take care of it from day one. And it requires taking care of and maintenance and keeping it clean, just like it does around your home. You know, one of the things you can do to help it in the detailing of it, to keep it from getting ugly, dirty, unkept, whatever, here's 10 little tips to help you clean your RV, and boy, will it shine when you're through. Number one, remove all the bugs from the front of the rig. You know, they're smashed all over. you got to grind them off. Not true. Spray a little Pam cooking oil on top of the bug-encrusted surface, and they will just wipe off. And then that Pam finish on your paint job and everything won't hurt it, but it helps protect it and makes getting the bugs off easier when they're dried up. 
You'll know what I mean once you try it. Second one is to keep the leather and vinyl seats in good condition. Use cleaner on them. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser will get rid of just about everything if you've got problems with the seats. There's also great stuff to get it off of your carpet if you have some marks in the carpeting. Another one, the floor mat cleaning. You know, you can sprinkle stuff on them and make them smell good, but there's nothing like taking it outside and hosing it off. Keep them clean. That way you bring in a lot less dirt. The dirt doesn't end up on the floor and in your sleeping areas and every place else. A fourth tip, remove odors from the interior. Sprinkle a little baking soda around on all the cloth surfaces. Let it sit overnight, and then the next morning, vacuum it off. Everything's going to be fresh and refreshed inside that motorhome. No odors will be left if you did it right. Clean cup holders. You know, one of the dirtiest things in my truck and RV are the cup holders. It just accumulates stuff. Receipts, change, gunk, dust. The cup that you put in there that you use, your coffee cup, wrap it up in a towel. Spray a little in dust or something on it. Stick it down the hole and go back and forth. It'll be clean every square inch of it almost immediately. So those will be nice and clean. And clean those vents and the switches. All across your dash, there's places that you know holds dust. You can get in there with a rag or get it out. Even Silly Putty helps you get stuff out of the hard places. Stick it in there. You can reuse it, and it'll pull out any of the dust, lint, or some of the other junk that you don't want around anymore. But cleaning those vents, get a toothbrush, clean out your air conditioning vents. That's just going to blow dust in your face if you don't keep it clean. And clean the dash and all the components and the cracks and crevices up there. And a toothbrush works right up there, too. You can clean the inside of your windshield with a teaspoon of detergent and a few drops of vinegar in warm water, and you won't have any more screwed-up windshields. That greasy film that's on the inside, wipe it all down once with this, dry it off, you'll see the difference. And number 10, windshield wipers. You know, if they're not doing the job or they're dragging or making a noise when they're going across, and that's a big wiper that goes across a lot of these motorhomes, easy. Take a little alcohol on a cotton rag or cloth or whatever. Just go up and down it and clean it real quick. Put them back down in place where they go. They won't squeak anymore because you got all the aggressive, abrasive stuff off of it. And now it's going smooth as silk because it's clean. Keep your RV clean. Keep it happy. Keep everybody happy, especially the wife, by the way. Stop by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome on Highway 120. Check the full inventory of new and used RVs, trailers, motorhomes, and a huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories. The state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states, featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way RVing. Review the entire inventory at the MantecaTrailer.com website with photos and pricing, or better yet, stop by and take a look. Low prices, huge selection, great service. There's no need to look any further. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome, catering to sportsmen around the West. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Henderson. Hey, I talked to Justin Leonard a couple of days ago with Outcast Guide Service. He uh, said, you're going to be out there this weekend fishing. He goes, no, but the striper action's pretty good. He goes, I'm going to be deer hunting. I got a really nice deer a week or two ago. So I said, you know what? You got some good stuff for us. Give us a pre-record. Here's what he had to say. Pay close attention. Good morning, guys. Justin Leonard with Outcast Guide Service checking in. 
uh, give you a little update and report what's been going on this week for us. I uh, kind of took off the whole last week of October to go ahead and go deer hunt, so I haven't really been on the water a whole lot, uh, but I did get out and go hunt opener for ducks and hunted ducks a couple times this week, and it's been okay, just mostly all local birds, uh, nothing crazy. Obviously, there's no weather to push any birds into the valley, just real slow trickle, but a couple birds around, and it's been an okay start, and hopefully, you know, you got more more to come but trout fishing up there on the lake still remains good uh this past week actually it's kind of slowed down i think personally the water the fish is spread out more or less um the water temperature dropped about four or five degrees within the last week just because these low night temperatures so they're a little bit more spread out and getting more fish down at 30 feet rather than on the surface but uh anywhere from the surface down to 30 feet flash and night crawler is pretty much all you want and uh, all over the lake but those fish, of course, have tails are moving around a lot. Um, but yeah, that water temp dropped quite a bit past week, so it helped all right, just spread out the fish and uh, made it a little bit tougher, but it's still fishing really well um, up the lake a little ways. It's got good little group of spawners just waiting for an increase of water, so better quality fish and uh, still feisty as it can be. And then striper fishing uh, remains pretty steady and good. All that still bottom end of the Delta, broad slough area, all the whole U below Sherman Island, below Antioch and everything. And, um, been really good fishing just as long as the wind doesn't blow. And pretty much, I mean, the troll bite's been good. Uh, castings, spoons, if you want a minnow fish and spend $20,000 on a dozen of minnows, then, uh, <laughs> more power to you. But it's been good fishing overall and a uh, lot of fish and just steady fishing as long as the wind doesn't blow though that's the most important part but right at the bottom of the tide you know right at the tide change just pretty standard normal striped fishing down there but there's been healthy numbers some good quality fish six eight pounders uh kind of mixed in and then you get get your schoolies mixed in as well but uh just good steady fishing going on down there and a lot of fish a lot of fun to be had so that's been kind of the week going on and everything coming up here we will be staying up there on the trout and striper fishing until kind of the first big blowout storm uh the upper section above live oak rock dam for salmon fishing uh will close after this coming weekend october 31st and then that'll be all done fishing and then we'll have to focus you know our eyeballs elsewhere but uh there hasn't really been too much going on up there just like the whole season um one to three fish a day and just there's some fish there but it's not it's not good it's pretty poor season overall and uh that's what it is but it does sound like there's some fish showing up down there on the colony and uh some fish finally being caught out at downtown sacramento so i might go poke around and peek at stuff see what's going on but i really don't plan on focusing much on it at all just because of how poor the season's been but these water temperatures are falling and that helps the whole downtown sacramento mccallum run uh be able to fish just because you're under 65 degrees i honestly don't know what the water temperature down there is but i would assume it's going to be probably 62 63 would be my guess um but that's all that's biteable conditions that's a lot better than 75 degrees which we were in september and that's just not fishable so uh that downtown all the time generally speaking is going to be the third week of october is about when it gets good and then we'll fish either until the first big blowout storm that we get, you know, a big influx of mud that comes down the sack and then I'll never quite fish the same or until like the middle end of November because so coming up right here is going to be kind of the best time to be in downtown Sacramento 
uh, for me personally is that third week of October till about the third week of November, or if we get a big blowout storm, but lovely California, I don't plan on that happening. So if you guys do want to get out and go fish that downtown sack, it's probably going to be the best time to go do so. Um, I do have some availability coming up uh, a couple days on the weekends and then couple weekdays here coming up in the next week or so but stripers trout and then there's chance of salmon it hasn't been a good season but it might be worth getting down there at least for some good quality fish um may not be you know many of them but the fish you catch are going to be really nice quality down there and that's the benefit to it all but uh yeah coming up we finish out deer season here and then doing some duck hunting focus on fishing but uh contact information is 530-277- 6870 and then you can find us on facebook and instagram way more active on facebook and that's got pretty current reports and everything but also has uh all my contact information and emails and fun photos from the past but uh yeah go ahead and give me a call or text and let's get out and go fishing have a great day guys fishing is fun but hooking is the only way we're gonna show you how to catch some fish today well, that music only means one thing. The man himself, the rod father from Fisherman's Warehouse Stores, joins us now, Mr. Alan Fong. Good morning, Alan. Morning. How you guys doing? Hey, we're doing just great. Hey, Alan, <laughs> I got to tell you, guy, you got a busy store there today. You got some things hopping. Yeah, we got uh, Justin Lucas coming in from noon to four, and we're having, like, raffle every hour, and... The whole store, there's no sales tax, so a lot going on today. Hard to believe they used to pay him minimum wage to get him in the store. Set up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Justin used to work. He store. worked. He started down there working for Alan Fong, and now he's a big time tournament bass yeah. professional. Very yeah. Successful. Now he's signing hats and kissing babies. They used to give him minimum wage and a broom. Yeah, he used to eat M and M's without nuts, and now he gets them with peanuts. That's yeah, no, exactly he's right. Stepping on up. Only guy I ever saw have to use his ATM at Taco Bell for fifty nine cent burritos, but that's yeah. okay. At least he had a credit card. Yeah, he did. Well, Al, Alan, I Somewhere. saw I saw your Pyramid Lake video. My goodness, you had some great action out there. Yeah, it was off the hook, you know, and it looks like good thing something came up and I couldn't make it last Monday. Oh, because I heard it got a little tough. So you picked the you right know, day to you, miss. You picked the right day to get sick or whatever. <laughs> Believe me, partner, not a fish caught on that lake on Monday. I heard. So, you know, I hope it calms down a little bit. I head up there this week. It actually was pretty calm. We didn't have much wind at all. We had a little early morning chop on the water, but uh, after we got out there and got across to where we were fishing, it was very smooth, very nice out there, very comfortable. And uh, even though it started off cold, we were down to like short sleeves by the, I don't know, 10, 11 o'clock probably. It, it's pretty good. It just needs to stabilize. That was a huge storm that yep. hit there. Just absolutely clobbered the lake. That that goes for everywhere, you know, when you get some storm like that. I was on Berryessa the other day when that earthquake happened. Yes. And, and we were sitting there, and all of a sudden there was white caps and no wind. I go, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And one the fish weren't biting either. Yeah, you probably thought the minnows were coming up and the damn lake finally <laughs> turned over. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Well, we've but got to... It- We've got some weird weather going on in this state. There's no doubt about that. Well, Alan, when you were over at Berryessa shooting another one of your videos for Alan Fong Outdoors, you uh, got into some nice crappie action, got my attention right off the bat. Tell our listeners about it. Yeah. It, you know, we um, 
put out there. We were grafting around, you know, using the side imaging. And, and I was in like 30, 30, 40 feet of water. And I'm looking out 200 feet around the boat and saw some trees. Saw, thought I saw some little dots on there. Stop, put the down scan, put the live target on. And there's a tree and there's crappie all over it. And then first one Denise caught was over two pounds. Yeah, they weren't little dots, were they? They were big dots. Oh, they're pretty good size. And. You know, we caught quite a few, and they were probably averaging a pound to two pounds. Yeah, Berryessa has some fantastic crappie fishing. Back in the old days, they'd be a little bit bigger than your hand. They'd probably be a half-pounder, but, uh, boy, they got some monsters in there now, thanks to all the great uh, bait fish and everything that's running around in that lake. Yeah, there's, they're big, and we also caught perch that were a pound. This is crazy. And those pesky <laughs> damn bass kept hitting, too, it looked like. Yeah. We caught smallies up to three and a half pounds. It was nuts. Yeah. So, and then we, and then the next day we went back, and that's when the earthquake happened. We probably caught um, maybe about thirty or forty perch, maybe five bass, and three crappie. No it trout. Almost no trout in the mix out there, huh? Oh, no trout. And then you know what I did? I started grafting around. We, we were grafting a lot, and I went back to some major creeks that I know that you know in the past those fish bundled up in there the bait and the shad were just loaded in the backs and the water temperature still about 66 to 68 and they're those bait fish are stacked back there so any day i know i'm going to go in there and catch trout i'm gonna catch salmon i'm gonna catch bass i'm gonna catch everything it's going to happen real quick here yeah it's uh getting that way however you probably saw the launch ramp was a little tricky too no <laughs> problem is launching god i backed down there and i hugged one side of the dock which is not very wide you can get one boat down there and i just saw my back tire just drop but lucky i got a tandem trailer and um it if you hug the if you're looking down the ramp the left side you'd be okay and they said probably another three weeks yeah it don't rain there is another ramp down there i don't know what the condition is but they're taking a good look at it well folks if you'd like to get in yeah. on some of the great action or see some of the great action make sure you check out alan fong outdoors on youtube great channel great information monday they put out a great fishing video of where they went and they teach you a whole lot in it and then on wednesday he's got a great fishing report with some little bit of extra tidbits of action in there kind of teasing you to get something set <laughs> up and done all his subscriptions to these are all free it doesn't cost you a thing. So head on over to YouTube, click on it, subscribe, and it just shows up and is available to you as they show up. That's what I do. I see them roll up and I go, oh, God, I got to watch Alan catching a bunch of cutthroat at Pyramid. And all we did was jig all day. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll let you know because I'm probably going to go back this week. Well, you keep us posted on it, my friend. Now, you're not going to be around next week to come into the studio. So we're going to have to. Are you going to be able to do a say, live call from Texas on your hunt back there? Uh. I'll try. Well, you know, I'm going to Texas to hunt, so and visit a good old time friend of mine. So we'll see. I'll, I'll, we'll text around and figure it out. We can test during the week and uh, make sure that you're up and live for us on the show. If you can pull it off, it'd be great. He just said he's going hunting. You notice that? Yeah. What are you hunting for? No, that just means he's probably not calling. So <laughs> white tail, <laughs> big deer. That's the way to yeah. do it. Alan, thanks so much for sharing with us. And, folks, I'd just like to remind you all, going on at Sacramento's Fisherman's Warehouse Store all day today, well, from 12 to 4, Justin Lucas, tournament bass professional with Major League Fishing, will be out there. 
And they've got a yeah. great no sales tax sale going on at Fisherman's Warehouse. So get on out there and check it all out. Alan, thanks for hooking up with us and thanks for putting out such good YouTube videos. We appreciate it, my friend. See you later. All right. See you later. Take care. All right. Let's take our break. We got to save some time for Mike Ogney because he's got some great info to share with you all about saltwater action out the bay and out the gate right after this. Join Gate Crasher Fishing and Captain Zach Medinas for an epic fishing adventure on California's Delta, San Francisco Bay, or out the gate. For professionalism and great service, join Gate Crasher Fishing for an impressive trip that will keep you returning season after season, no matter what species you pursue. Captain Zach believes in the tradition of harvesting sustainable fish, such as king salmon, rock cod, halibut, and striped bass, seasonally, and also fishes white sturgeon. Great for corporate team building, family recreation, Creation or friends just having fun. Book now for the trip of your lifetime. Call Gate Crasher Fishing, 925-497-7171 and learn more at gatecrasherfishing.com. Come on out and experience our difference. Hook up. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? For high thrust power, performance, and portability, pick up the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Its streamlined design is up to 12% lighter than previous high thrust models. Still, it delivers up to twice the thrust of comparable two-strokes. It's the perfect kicker and a great choice for sailboats, john boats, or deep Vs. Any small craft that begs maximum muscle in an efficient lightweight package needs the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Pick one up at Bucks Outport, 2750 47th Ave in Sacramento. Family operated for over 50 years, Bucks carries the full line of Yamaha parts and accessories and has service you can count on. Bucks Outboard, the sportsman's choice. 916-428-3917 or BucksOutboard.com. Hi, Lenny LaPinta here for Bucks Outboard. I'm inviting you to come down and check out our full line of Yamaha Outboards. Great deals going on right now. You can catch us on the web at www.bucksoutboard.com or give me a call at 916-428-3917. I'll be waiting for you. There's, There's a, a new a ghost, ghost in town. There's a new ghost in town. Ghost Bait and Tackle at 2550 West El Camino Avenue in Sacramento, owned and operated by Cedric Ghostin. Ghost Bait and Tackle supplies anglers with all the fresh water, warm water, and saltwater tackle and accessories for a great day on the water. Rods, reels, live and frozen baits, swim baits, jigs, line, hooks, lures, spinners, terminal tackle, and a whole lot more. Located between I-5 and I-80 at 2550 West El Camino Avenue, Ghost B&T opens at 5 a.m. seven days a week with easy on-off freeway access to save your valuable fishing time. Catch the fishing spirit with Ghost Bait and Tackle. 916-692-8520. France is the leader of marine electronics, design and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and three-in-one sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a high
higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Now, now here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report. Good morning, Mr. Ogney. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? I'm doing well. A lot of excitement over crab uh, season going on, and the salmon season obviously coming to a screeching halt here pretty darn quick. What's going on? A couple more days. You know what? There's a uh, the there's been some good salmon fishing out the gate last uh, Tuesday. The lovely Martha went up to uh, Duxbury had limits. I think it was for uh, six or seven guys. And there's been some catches this uh, this week. So, and uh, my good buddy Cat Kaiser's out with uh, John McManus, who's the director of uh, the Golden State Salmon Association. They're headed to Duxbury uh, this morning. So, I'm looking forward to getting a little, little kind of the last reports of the season coming up. But we are looking ahead to next weekend. Everybody's looking at that crab opener. It doesn't matter what port you're going from. I think it's going to be pretty good. But the bad news is, is no pots are going to be allowed. There's a lot of whales on the coast, and we're going to be fishing hoop gear. Takes a little more work, a little more effort. But uh, last year we did this. We uh, used it with great efficiency. We learned a lot. We caught limits, and I'm expecting more of the same. In fact, I think it's going to be a little bit better of a season this year than last. So I should be able to catch. Maryland's crabs just a little bit faster for you this year than last year's. That's, well, that that's, that's very that's, important. That's good news. She's staring at you right now, by the way. Oh, she probably already has a bib on. You know? <laughs> no, there's buttermilk. There's buttermilk over out. there in the corner, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, she already picked that up at Costco. And uh, she's just waiting. And just uh, it's either going to be me or James, if you're out there listening, uh, get crabs. We got we to gotta feed the beast. Obviously. Hey, guy, the, uh, using the hoops is changing things and it isn't like dropping a pot down there and sitting there all day or letting it rest all night. It has to be handled differently and it's much more audience participation, isn't it? It's a lot more audience participation and, and you gotta kind of, you really have to be on it. These crabs, what we have found out, you know, you, everyone thinks well, longer is better as far as the soak time goes. And actually with the hoop gear, you're trying to time it, allow enough time for enough crabs to drop into your pot, and they just come and visit. And the thing is, is that crabs are a lot like uh, your cheap cousin. They want to come in, they want to eat, and they want to run. And uh, what you got to do is pull, and, and that's generally every 45 minutes to one hour. seems to kind of be that, that premium timeline of where you have a captive audience where they're eating and they're engaged in that and you can pull them up. But if you wait an hour and a half or, or two hours, uh, what we're finding is, is much smaller crabs and less of them on a longer soak. So about 45 minutes to an, an hour and we're fishing anywhere from 65 out to a, to 150 feet. We're not fishing those deeper depths. Uh, generally we're fishing a little bit, shower and you move around find a concentration of crabs and just work it and work it and work it and you'll be done whether it's 
you know, for us, if it's we're looking for eight limits, which is 80 crabs, or for the average skiff, which is 30 or 40 crabs, everyone did really well last year. Just it's a little bit of a learning curve. And there's just there's more and more information that, that that's online. In fact, I, I would bet Alan is going to have a YouTube channel on here really soon. Oh, you can bet on it. He's covering everything out there right now, doing a pretty good job of it too. I might add. He's doing a, he's doing a great job, doing a fantastic job. But uh, no, then we got to get you guys down. So maybe hey, can't maybe you guys roll out after the uh, show here in, in, in a couple of weeks. You come down to Bodega Bay. You have a you have a a late breakfast, and we and you jump on board in the early afternoon on the real magic, and we'll put you on out there and throw you on ten crabs each, and uh, send you on home with a bunch of great eats, and that will keep Maryland real happy too. A happy wife is a happy son. Well, yeah, that'd work. Although you know, you might want to check in because we we're we're a little we're a little tough on the bite when we show up these days. So <laughs> might want to you know, there might be an upwelling of the ocean when we yeah. show up. All the crab are on top today. <laughs> what happened up in uh, up in Phoenix? Well, you know, you know how it is. <laughs> well, it's a everybody has a great opportunity this year, Mike, to get out there and get involved in the crab. They've got, we got a month, it looks like, without the commercial guys being out there, so it's a a great advantage for the sport fishermen. There's no question about it, having their pots out there, and they've got to manage them right. That's why I asked you that question. If you just let it sit there and soak all day long, it's going to eat all your bait. There's not going to be anything in there, and you're going to be sadly disappointed when you do your lift. Go out and check it every hour, every two hours. Pull it up real quick, check it out, freshen up the bait, drop it right back down again. You're fishing. You're not sitting there waiting. Exactly, exactly. And there's really no time to go do anything else. So if you have about about 10 rings and it takes you 45 minutes to an hour to get through your, your 10 rings, that's about the right amount of gear for your boat. So just what you do is you have enough gear out where you just pull, 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 pull. You stay active all the way through, and you get them and you go. And then uh, rock cod fishing has been fantastic. Rick Powers has just been beating up on the wing cod all week long. Rick's been beating up on the wing cod this entire fall. Every trip he's been coming in with limits or very near limits of uh, of lengths. So that we got a good bite happening on the coast, and I'm really looking forward to it. My and my new partners on the um, on the uh, Real Magic, uh, Kim and Jeff, are just going to just do a, a rocking job. They're really looking forward to taking over the the operation, and that's that's happening right now. We're just getting through all the paperwork and all that. Well, we'll get and them uh, on the air. We'll get them on the air with us and introduce them to the audience here in the next week or so. So get that exactly. all set and lined up too. All right, Michael, we got to scoot out of here. We appreciate you giving us an update on everything out there, especially having to do with our crab season. Folks, if you haven't got a reservation yet, you better make them and get it set up. Even if you can't go in November, maybe you can get out there in December. Set a date. Mike, thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again real soon. Thanks, guys. Mr. Mike Ogney with USAFishing.com. Let's take our break, and when we come back in the second hour, we're going to kick it off with a man himself from Major League Fishing, Tournament Pro Justin Lucas joins us right after this. We'll be right back. Y'all stick around. You're going to get hooked. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Coming up next. 
Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Quail Point's opening day will be Saturday, October 22nd. We'll be planting pheasants, quail, and chucker Wednesdays through Sundays from 8 to 3. Come out and use your bird card or day shoots are available all season long. Remember, in the early season, conditions are still warm and dry, so bring plenty of water for your dog. They may be in great shape, but typically aren't conditioned to hunt hard for long periods of time that early in the season. Sporting clays are available Thursdays through Sundays till then if you're looking to get your gun out and warm up for the season as well. Check out all the details at quailpoint.com or give us a call at 530-735-6217. If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. Change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield all carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lawrence electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all, and their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lawrence Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lawrence Live and the full line of Lawrence products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and there's some exciting things going on all over our state this weekend, and one of them right now involves a good friend of the California sportsman. Well, the host's wife is a real good friend of his. Well, he's her favorite fisherman, Sep. You and I, you know, figuring in on that. But uh, she's loved him ever since he was wandering around the ISC shows getting free candy from her. So, you know, I mean, he's... Uh, He's uh, he's cute as a bug, you know that. But our old buddy Justin Lucas joins us uh, this morning, Sap, and he uh, he's back in town in California. I think probably visiting mom. But good morning, Jay Luke. What's going on, guys? Good morning. Hey, good morning. Did, did you get a chance to visit with Marilyn before we made you get on the show? I didn't. I didn't. What the but, heck uh, is that about? I, felt, I know. I, I can't. It's seven o'clock, and the way you were texting me, man, I feel like you you thought I was going to sleep in this morning or well, something. I have Sep over here going, "Where's Justin? Where's Justin? Where's Justin? Are you sure Justin's doing this?" Hey, type, type gets, A and anal here, dude. It just he works. Gets a that little, way. He gets a little carried away. We just had Alan on, and we were laughing that you know the whole day today is about you being at Fisherman's Warehouse. Oh, Justin's coming, and I, I'm kind of laughing because I said you used to pay minimum wage and give him a broom when he showed up. Yeah, man. I had to organize the plastics around the edge of the store, spool people's reels up. I did it all. Yeah. And uh, sw- sweeping was 100% a part of that. A part of that. And, and uh, you know, I, I think, you know, we, we like to credit your success to, 
to one late night evening ass chewing on the sidewalk in front of that store. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I remember the one you're talking about, but, uh, <laughs> it was me and Alan and Justin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah, um, we kind of straightened him out. Yeah. One of many ass chewings, unfortunately. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, dude, it's just good to have you back. Are you just back in town visiting family? Yeah, well, no, I really came back uh, for this deal. Uh, okay. You know, they're having a big Berkeley and Abu Garcia sell this weekend there. And uh, Mike Chamberlain had asked me if I wanted to come uh, at ICAST this summer. I said, man, I think that would work out great. I could see family for a day two or two. And uh, and I'd love to go back to the store where, you know, a lot of, a lot of my relationships and stuff in the industry got started. So um, I'm really excited about showing up there later and just seeing the store. I haven't been there in years. and. I have a lot of great memories there. Well, big big news for Major League Fishing, the Bass Pro Tour, a change of the format. Uh not going to be every fish counts, now going to be your five biggest fish. Is that how's that how's that going to affect uh your work day? You know, I, I don't think it changes much for uh, you know, anything for me at all because I've continued to fish the tackle warehouse uh pro circuit the last few years. And so I've spent plenty of time still fishing five fish limits and, you know, I've done all right over there um, doing those. So I'm, I'm excited about it. You know, I figured it was a change that, um, that might come and the, I knew the anglers really wanted it. And then when the polls started coming in from yeah. fans, you know, and then they were even, you know, ended up being around a 60, 40 split across the board, uh, you know, in favor of five fish. So yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be great to keep the awesome things about major league fishing, which is score tracker and catchway release and, you know, weighing them on the boat with the time clock, all that stuff to me is that's what I love about major league fishing. And I think the tournaments, a lot of people saying they're not going to be close or exciting. I think they're going to be insanely close and (laughs) insanely exciting uh, because it's going to be down to the ounces now instead of, you know, guys getting out ahead by pounds. Yeah, no, ex- exactly. Nobody's going to have a uh, probably not going to have many hundred pound days. Does each boat have the opportunity to keep track of everybody yes. too? Yes. Oh, so you can. Justin, so they'll just, tell you. Justin, Justin just got a six. Justin Jacob Jacob Wheeler caught another seven while you were retying your bait. Yeah, that was what they. Yeah. That's kind of crestfallen <laughs> now, feeling. Isn't you know, it? Now those updates will be coal updates if they already had five. You know, so right. right. Uh, that it, it's all going to work out great. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm I'm very excited. I'm at that point in my life, you know, I'm 36 now, so I'm like, Man. the next uh, nine, ten years, you know, for me as a professional fisherman, I've always said that 35 to 45 is the, that's the prime for a yes. fisherman, because you're still youthful enough, uh, but have all this knowledge and wisdom on your side at that point, because you've been doing it for so long, so it's hard. I'm really excited. It's hard to believe you're that old. It's hard to believe you and Bree just celebrated 10 years, because I remember you calling me when you met Bree. Uh, so that's pretty cool. You know, I mean, that's, uh, that's awesome. And, and, uh, yeah, 10, 10 years, man. Uh, crazy. It's, well, uh, it, it's been great. My wife is unbelievable. There's no way I could do what I'm doing, you know, out there fishing as many tournaments and stuff as I do with kids, uh, without her traveling with us and, and she's bringing those kids along. Way too, and she's, and she's way too pretty for you too, but that's well, another that's conversation obvious. we'll have. Yeah, yeah I know. Sep, you, you probably missed this on, uh, on social media. Luke Bryant has a song that all he ever wanted to be was Bill Dance. Okay. Right. And Bill's done a big video with Bill and, and KVD. Well, Justin's son, Cooper, did all I ever wanted to be was Bill Dance in the living room the other day. And it was pretty classic. 
did Bill Dance see that, Justin? That's all I really want to know. Uh, I don't think Bill Dance himself runs his Twitter. I think he's got somebody doing it. <laughs> but uh, whoever runs the Twitter for Bill Dance saw it. Uh, but, man, Cooper loves that song, and he's he's going to be five here pretty soon. All he wants to do is listen to the Bill Dance song and constantly telling me that he wants to be a fisherman. So I'm not pushing it on him. I'm letting him do whatever he wants. You know, but right now he's all about uh, yellow perch, crappie, and bluegill. The bass we're still working on. He's still a little afraid of their teeth. So yeah, we'll yeah. Uh, we'll get there. But he does love to fish. He's all about it. That's awesome, Justin. That's so it's cool. it's just great to see your progress over the years. I met you about fifteen or twenty years ago, crawling around in our booth. I said, "Who the hell oh, is this sure. guy? Who's this guy crawling in back getting fishing rods and M and M's?" I paid for those M and M's. And I, I yeah. found out what he was. I always feel very good about situations like that. Like Skeet Reese calling us up. Hey, I need some gas money. I'm on the side of the freeway. <laughs> right. I got two flat tires and a bald one. Can you help me out here? That's what's cool. But to see the successes that you've had over the years and the manner and the professionalism with which you handle it is what's very impressive. Well, I appreciate that for sure. That means a lot. And, uh, you know, I'm just, uh, at the end of the day, I was just a, uh, Sacramento area kid that grew up fishing in the port of Sacramento. And my grandpa started taking me around fishing the Delta and Folsom and Berryessa and Clear Lake and everywhere. And, uh, and my uncle, you know, he taught me, he taught me the basics about fishing, but I'm just, I'm still that guy that just loves to fish. Uh, I'm just getting a chance to do it, you know, back east on a, on a big level, but. Is I drove it, over the port of Sacramento yesterday and I'm like, God, what I would give just to go out there and sit <laughs> under those big docks where we used to, you know, get out of the rain and just catch fish and no one knew what we were doing down there. It was just awesome. Man. Is the Bassmaster, is the Bassmaster Elite Series at the Delta still your most special win? I don't even know how you could possibly write it and be better than that one. Right. I mean, to be honest, you know, my first win at home in Sacramento, not even down in Stockton or wherever else they've had that tournament before. Grandpa Jack and the crew up on the levee as you ran down in the morning in in Portland. I mean, how cool was that, you know? Awesome. Uh, You running out of gas and Ish Monroe bringing you back. (laughs) Can't forget that part. Can't forget that part. I remember that. I remember that I like one I too. I still probably owe Ish something for that. Uh, I probably never got even on that, but Ish knows. He's a, friend, a good friend of mine, and uh, he knows we're all good. And yeah, that was a big deal right there. Well, I might not have been the first one, but uh, but when you step when you walked down the steps of that stage, I was one of the first ones you grabbed and gave a hug. So that was a pretty cool day, bud. Hey folks, yeah, that was that was amazing. Hey yep. folks, come on over to Fisherman's Warehouse today where Justin Lucas is going to be doing an appearance from 12 to 4, a meet and greet out there. Pick his brain because there's stuff left in there. He's not over that <laughs> hill. You already heard him tell us that. There's still lots of great information you can learn, tips from a true pro and a local guy. He worked in Fisherman's Warehouse and he's going to be working there again today, obviously. It's a great deal going. They got no sales tax out there today. All day long at Fisherman's Warehouse right here in Sacramento. It's a big Berkeley sale, too. There's lots going on, and make sure you stop in and see Justin. Justin, Maryland's waving goodbye to you right now. We appreciate you hooking up with us. Have a great day, and we'll see you down at the store. All right, guys. Thanks for everything. We'll see you later. Thank you. Appreciate you joining us today. Take care. What a great guy out there. Just to hear that success story, Kent, is uh, 
you know, local guy, fisherman's warehouse stores, doing all these things, and now turned into one of the top pros. You, and you do. You know, you see him in all the pure fishing ads and the Abu Garcia ads, and he, he's kind of made that Berkeley flatworm famous with what he did, smallmouth fishing with it uh, up north, you know, so far away from where he grew up at. And, you know, A.R.E. camper shell set, but, you, you know, you see him in so many different places, so it's really kind of pretty cool. It's time for our friends at Gun Owners of California, Mr. Brown. Did I? I didn't even look at it. Did I? No, but they Um, want you to know that you can buy tickets for 2023 now, too, Sep, uh, for their 52 guns. In 52 weeks raffle, they're all available. All you have to do is give them a call at area code 916-984-1400 to get your tickets sent right to you. It's fifty bucks, and that includes your membership to Gun Owners of California for the year. So, uh, pretty and good. And uh, fifty-two chances to win for the year. Absolutely, and no, Sep, you didn't win, uh, but win number forty-four of the twenty twenty-two Gun Owners of California fifty-two guns, fifty-two weeks raffle ticket one oh nine two. That's Betsy Carlson, Rancho Cordova. Congratulations, Betsy! You've got a Franke Affinity Elite Semi-Auto Shotgun Jeez. in Marsh Camo and twelve gauge Franke. Yeah, not such a bad, uh, not such a bad gun to win. They're going to be giving you a call to get you taken care of on all the proper paperwork for that firearm. Tickets for the gun owners of California, uh, 52 guns or 52 weeks raffle are available. Give them a call. Their 47th year of fighting for your gun rights. Tidelines Guide Service and Captain James Netzel offers professionally guided trips from Sierra and Foothill Lakes to the Feather and Sacramento Rivers and the productive California Delta. Whether it's trolling a favorite lake for trout, kokanee, or landlocked salmon, or fighting a 50-pound king on the river, James Netzel and Tidelines Guide Service guarantee an enjoyable, comfortable one-on-one experience in one of his two fully rigged boats. A 22-foot Bolton Pro Ski Skiff that seats five for fishing lakes and a 23-foot Rogue Jet Chinook that can comfortably seat six. Used for the river and Delta waterways. Fish the peak times with one of the best. Folsom Lake Rainbows in January and February. Delta Stripers and Orville Kings from late February through May. Stampede and Lake Tahoe Kokanee and Mackinac are targeted from April through September. Then, it's back to the Valley Rivers for the annual King Salmon Runs. Check out fishtightlines.com or call toll-free 888-975-0990. Licensed, bonded, insured, and permitted on all waters fished. Avoid the hassle. Go with Tight Lines Guide Service and share an enjoyable day on the water loaded with fun and memories with family or friends. Heard of Brad's complete line of super baits, cut plugs, and killer fish for salmon, trout, and kokanee? How about Brad's crankbaits for bass or stripers? You're covered with over 100 colors and sizes, running true right out of the box. Bass professionals on tour use Brad's Wigglers when searching for bass on the bike. Find Brad's products, including Made in the USA Terminal Tackle at local retailers, and check out Brad's killer fishing gear on Facebook or or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. Their trained sales staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fish and Marine. For boaters who settle for nothing but the best, go boldly with Mercury. 
I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us in the Pure Fish and Pro Staff Tip of the Week is the man himself, Mr. Steve Carson, the director of Penn Fishing University's, our own senior tuna. Good morning, tuna. Good morning, Seth. Epic, phenomenal trip on a four-day. Tell our listeners what the heck you were up to. Well, the four-day was not me. That was James Smith. That, well, that was, that yours was, was, a I was day and a half. Day and a half, yes. That was me. I just got back yesterday. And on those shorter trips, I know to some people, day and a half out on the ocean sounds like, uh, you know, the Titanic going across the Atlantic. But uh, to me, and and if you're a reverend saltwater angler, a day and a half trip is is pretty much a local trip. We managed to get down about 100 miles first thing in the morning and found that, oops, fish have tails. <laughs> and they had moved... They had moved 30 miles back to the north. We had gone past them in the middle of the night. So we flipped around, went went back up, and found very, very, I mean, intensely red-hot day uh, um, fishing on school-grade yellowfin tuna. You know, these were not the, these were not the big ones. These were not cows. These were 10 to 20 pound fish, but they wanted to bite pretty much whatever you wanted to throw in the water. Uh, it was very, very good fishing. We had a boatload of mostly rookies. I mean, and and even I I don't know I don't know which is which is uh, uh, less in shock when they first encounter tuna, total rookies who haven't fished, or trout anglers. <laughs> About the same. <laughs> there's no trout, trout, there's trout no... anglers have been trained trained to think that they're that that, that what they're catching is a fighting fish. Yeah. And well, then they hook a tuna. They're like, what the hell have I got? Just, I got a whale? It <laughs> is uh, amazing what an albacore can do to you, let alone a 200-pound bluefin or yellowfin it, or whatever. Exactly. And, and you know, depending on how much time you have, if you're if you're coming to San Diego, maybe on a business trip, a family trip, or just, to just looking to go fishing, depending on how much time you have to devote to it, there are a wide variety of choices. Uh, again, the local fishing is still very good. Um, the boats that that you know can really just get out and fish in the daytime, you know, one one uh, sun cycle, they're catching the you know the small school grade fish. If you go out on a two or a three day trip where you can actually fish all night in the dark, I know it's scary. Ooh, and Halloween's coming up. That's right. Um, the big fish are still biting. The the four day trip that James Smith was just on uh, just flipped right back around. That was on the the uh, Polaris Supreme. They dumped him off, flipped right back around, went back out, and just started doing it again. So far, they're up to 104 tuna, uh, of which probably 50 of them are 100 to 150 pounds each. Steve, is it, it easy? Uh, is it easier to book these shorter trips? Because you were talking about a lot of rookies on board. 
Is it easier to get the one-and-a-half-day trips and you can get them more frequently than you can for a reservation program on a longer trip? Late in the season, yes, if you're not talking about weekends. So later season, you know, anything after October 1st, not on a weekend, there's, there's a fair number of opportunities. But, um, again, the word is getting out uh, on these two- and three-day trips that can fish in the dark. <laughs> they're, they're already talking about the 2024 schedules. Um, it's, it's just crazy. Um, and speaking of which, before we get past it, I want to mention that my eight day trip on the Shogun, Penn Fishing University trip on the Shogun, eight days, we had a couple cancellations. So December three to 11 of this year. So what's that? That's only about six, seven weeks away from now. Um, we've got a couple of openings, get a hold of the Shogun office. Send them a deposit. Pretty amazing stuff. We may fish the ridge. We may fish Alio's rocks. We may fish the local bluefin. We may do all of those things. Well, folks, um, this is a golden opportunity if you get on board the Shogun, but on one of Steve's Penn Fishing Universities, get out there with him, learn from him. You might be able to corner him and get all kinds of tips. I never left his side when I was fishing with him for albacore. Yeah, that's the nice thing about those multiple day trips is there are, uh, granted, there is a fair amount of traveling time. You've got to go, oh, the fish are here, oh, they're over there, et cetera, et cetera. They try to travel at night, but, you know, they do what they have to do to get you on the fish. So there are ample opportunities for me or the crew to show you knots, uh, show you, uh, you know, bait selection. Maybe, maybe the rod and reel on the situ, on the boat that we were on yesterday, the Ocean Odyssey, there were a fair amount of rookies, and you could tell that they matched their rods up together using the dreaded social media. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so enough said about that. But, but yeah, yeah, the longer the trips are, the more opportunity there is to take the time to really, really learn. Uh, when it's just insane fish, fish swimming here, fish boiling, fish jumping, people yelling, um, it, it, it could be a little intimidating for beginners. Well, don't let it be intimidating, folks, especially if Steve Carson's on board with you. He'll take good care of you. That's just the way it works out. Steve, I want to thank you for sharing with our listeners. I'm glad to hear you had another short-run trip that was a great success, and we look forward to more from you as this phenomenal, just phenomenon just keeps continuing out here all along our coast, all the way up to Fort Bragg and probably even further up than that. Thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again real soon. Thanks, Seth. Tuna, thank you. Appreciate you joining us. You know, it's that guy just lives the best of all saltwater worlds. One of the top saltwater fishermen in the United States, and he just knows his stuff. We're lucky to have him on here. I guess those guys that were uh, telling people what rods and reels to do online were taking a break from dialing in all the boat performance questions. <laughs> must the same group of experts normally. <laughs> yeah, they... Uh, you know, second, just going out there with tackle is one thing. Yeah. Going out there with the right tackle makes with the all right stuff the difference matters. in the world. And I'm sure our next next guest will agree with that. Let's get hooked up with the man himself from Great Crasher Fishing Adventures. Captain Zach Medinas joins us now. Good morning, Zach. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Hey, another uh, television show for Angler West on Sturgeon I see popped up. Oh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. We did that one, and... Uh, we got to uh, cover both the um, the Delta and the San Pablo Bay, and it was really cool. We went out and 
had the Department of Fish and Wildlife on the boat. We did some netting in the San Pablo Bay, and they explained their population estimates and how we're going to be a part of that this upcoming year. We'll be tagging fish for the Department of Fish and Wildlife and hopefully get a lot more data points out there so they can manage the fishery better. Well, that's exactly what needs to happen, managing our fisheries. You know, you and I have talked about this in the past, and many of the captains that, that are out there and guides have talked to me about it. Is the uh, great fishery that they have up in Oregon and Washington for sturgeon, where people fly from all over the world to experience it. We could have that exact same thing right here in Sacramento if we wanted to. Yeah, that's that's always been my goal, or at least it has been for over 20 years. And you know, a lot of people don't realize, you know, and they use words like, you know, hey, we got a slot or we got a keeper and or we got an oversize. But really, like the um, – Slot size fish, those are those aren't even fully grown, you know. I mean the forty some odd inch fish, they get plucked before they even have a chance to reproduce. And then the uh you know, the ones that are fifty to sixty, this is still very small sturgeon and oversized, oversized compared to what? I mean, when they get to be eighty, ninety, a hundred inches, that's actually just an adult. So I'd like to see more of those in the system because as you know, Seb, I know your story about losing that one that broke your heart. But when you fight one like that, it's something you remember your whole life. Hey, I saw Joey Pilatas down Big Sturgeon, 468 pounds, I think it weighed, down at Crockett. Uh, I, when I lived in Crockett, I went down and took a look at that thing. Uh, knowing that there's sturgeon in the water right now that are probably bigger than that is just mind-boggling. And the fact that uh, occasionally you hook a fish like I hooked that day that uh, – just spooled it. There was no stopping nothing. And Mr. L- or Captain Lopes had it tightened down with pliers. So you know that thing was pulling. The next thing it was going to go was going to be the drag system in that thing. So it, it just a, it's just a wonderful feeling knowing that they're down there. But I'd like to see more of them. I'd like to see it become a more exciting fishery. But that's just my opinion. I'd like to see big fish caught and released. And why keep any of them for I mean, these are prehistoric monsters that have survived everything. Why should we be the ones that help wipe them out? And I understand the right for everybody to go out and catch fish. But you know what? You don't all need to take a fish home when you go sturgeon fishing. One fish, as Zach and I have talked about a lot, one fish will take care of four families quite easily, won't it? Well, that's that's the whole thing. You know, we live in a very abundant area. I mean, like right now, uh, the guys are in the salt water. They're getting ready for their rock cod crab combos. I mean, if you want something home uh, to take home for the table, you're not going to get a better tasting fish than that. It's safe to eat, and they top it off with crab. So, I mean, pack your pack your freezers with all that really good stuff. But the value in sturgeon is obviously for the fights that they're able to put out. And unfortunately for us, you know, it's you only know what you know and. You know, every place that they exist, I mean, we have a fishery that's lagging behind everybody else in management. And unlike a lot of other fishermen, I hate to say when I grew up, that loves to talk about the Department of Fish and Wildlife, talk about their biologists, and kind of sit back and snicker and laugh about how they don't know how to catch them as well as they do, which might be true. I mean, you get a guy that gets that job and, you know, it's new to him and and any new fisherman's not going to do well. I thought rather than sit back and talk about how they they don't have it figured out, I thought I'd help them, you know, so that's why we're working with them, and we hope to make this fishery a lot better for everybody. And when you and I are gone, Seth, hopefully <laughs> they one day do have that fishery that we're talking about. Well, know, it would be nice if it could be anyway. developed to that point. Proper management will do that, but uh, they've been managing for the angler, for the fisherman, for the guy that wants to keep, 
And as a fishery begins to dwindle, we have to be more protective of it, and we'll see what they come up with. That's part of the plan. I'm glad to see that our captains and guides out there are all working with the department and supplying information to make it a better managed fishery. And I think that uh, nothing but positive should come from it, that's for certain. Well, Zach, the action for sturgeon out there just continues to be great. It's amazing how many people can catch on some days. Uh, why don't you give them your hookup information? They can get a hold of you and get out there and get in on the action too because I know there's basically no problem for experienced guides to hook up for the clients. Right. Yeah, get a hold of us at gatecrasherfishing.com, uh, social media, same thing, uh, Instagram, Facebook. You can also give us a call at 925 and yeah i just want to say thanks again for uh fisherman's warehouse for ha- uh, having us out there we did a seminar and met a lot of really really awesome people and just the things i like to see I had a lot of young dads come up with their with their 12 and teenage boys and hey we want to enjoy some of the fishing that we see you do on social media whether it's sturgeon or salmon or whatever and i'm always like you know come out on the boat man i want to see that tradition of fishing continue and you know, every day is an on-the-water tutorial, or, or sometimes it's even just the guys that maybe their favorite fishery is bass, you know, but, yeah. <laughs> but they want to do something really? different, right? You're going to go there? Yeah. <laughs> hey, sturgeon, <laughs> hey, sturgeon eat dead bass. Make a living off being a bottom feeder, why don't you? And then you're throwing yeah. stones. I see how you are. I see how you are, Zach. <laughs> hey, take me fishing, man. Take me bass fishing. I'd like to do something different, too. But, <laughs> exactly. hey, yeah, if you want to... If you guys want to come out, you know, and you want to come out and either learn how to surgeon fish or you, you know, you, you already have a fish that you love fishing for and you just want to do something different and you want to get that experience from somebody that's already wrote the check for everything to not do, uh, come on out on the boat, man. We'd love to have you. Quality experience, folks. They just did seminars at Fisherman's Warehouse Thursday night, Virginia Salvador, captain and co-captain. And Zach was out there too, having a great time with good attendance. Zach, Thanks for all you do for the fisheries and the professionalism that you always are showing. So up Virginia there packed the house and he did the seminar. I well, see why how that's would you working. Go see, why exactly would you go right see what Zach. I was thinking here. I mean, the only reason he takes her along is so he can have a crowd. Captain Virginia shows up and you know brings everybody in. Zach has his three followers who show up. And why it's do we have? Deal. Why do we have Zach on? The why don't, why don't we just we get have Virginia? And Virginia. Get over? On. Yeah, we'll just get past him real quick. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Zach, thanks for hooking up with us, bud. We appreciate it as as always. You have a great one. Hey, thank you very much. You guys too. Captain Zach Medinas with Gatecrasher Fishing Adventures. You need to get on board with him and have some fun. Hey, Marilyn, it's about time for Get a Clue. Get a Clue. Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, tackle, fishing gear, or bait, you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. Hey, let's talk about our favorite sport, fishing. The latest studies show amazing statistics. More than 50 million Americans participate in fishing, and more than 3 million are new anglers. Women are at an all-time high of 18 million. Hispanics, a record 4.5 million. African Americans, at 4 million. 
Some of this is because we're fishing and using fishing as a remedy for stress and anxiety. But it's also about enjoying nature, making memories, and bonding with others. Being on the water definitely has a calming effect. So, what can we do to help keep this sport viable? Well, we need to give back. Support the folks who help make it possible. Like the NorCal Guides and Sportsmen's Association, holding their annual fundraising dinner next Saturday, November 5th. You need to be there. It's in Yuba City, and it's good times guaranteed. Here's the number to call, 530-632-7174. Call them today and get your tickets. You won't be sorry. Get a clue. Take care of yourself. Stay safe and well. Till next week. And by the way, whoa, 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 I got a little bit more. Like if you want a life jacket, I'm going to give one away today. If you'll call 1-800-920-1140 and you're the fourth caller, you get to win a life jacket. And if you've won recently, give somebody else a chance. Okay? Later. For the last time, now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. Ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting, fishing, and outdoor store? Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville has everything you need for the great outdoors. Hunting and fishing gear, guns and ammo, and plenty of camo for you hunters. They're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family. And now, here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with General Manager Travis Morgan. Good morning, Kent. Morning, Chef. How's it going, guys? I'm up at Bucks Lake deer hunting, as I told you. And when I get back, I'll give you a full report on how it's going up here. But for now, duck season's in full swing down in the Bay Area and also up in the Rice. And I don't know how they're doing, but I'm pretty sure somebody's getting a hold of some ducks. I know opening day was pretty good for a few guys that I know. 
they were able to limit out in that. So that's a good start to the season. Hopefully, with any chance, we get some rain this weekend. Possible. I've seen a 20% chance on the thing. That will truly help and help the duck hunting tremendously. So duck at the store, remember, we got all your duck needs. We got decoys, blind grass. We got shells still and everything else you can think of. We got weights and all that. Also, we got pheasant seasons opened at the clubs. So remember, you got to have an orange vest out there. So come get your orange vest. And you still got to have steel shot out there. And we got the steel shot for the pheasants. And you also got quail and chucker. I know quail points open. And so is a few of the other clubs. All right. And on to tuna. I guess the tuna is still running pretty good. I got a couple guys that caught a few last week just before I left. So it should be really good. And we have all your needs for the tuna. Rods, reels, and tackle. So come on down to the store. Check it out. We should be able to fill all your needs. All right. You guys have a great weekend. And I'll talk to you at the store. Guns, fishing, and other stuff. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff, and be sure to check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and there is lots going on. You heard Merlin in her segment earlier today talking about the big uh, Northern California Guides and Sportsmen's Association dinner coming up on November 5th. We want you to attend. We want you to support them. No question about it. And I know they've got some life jackets from our friends at California Department of Fish and Wildlife, too, because we donated them on behalf of the California Department of of boating and waterways to their organization. And we're going to hook up right now with the man himself, the president of the Northern California Guides and Sportsmen's Association, to tell you how important it is to support the organization this time of year. Good morning, James. Good morning, Seth. How are you this morning? Well, Mr. Stone, if I was any better, I'd be cuddled up in bed right now with the covers up around my nose, like it's going to be about 1030 <laughs> this morning, probably. You got a big event coming up, and I don't know if everybody understands the importance of the fundraising event that you put on this time of year. Yeah, I appreciate the time. Yeah, the uh, NorCal Guides and Sportsmen's Association is putting on their annual fundraising event, which is uh, next Saturday. You can buy tickets all the way up until next Thursday is when at midnight is when we shut down the ticket sales, about 48 hours before the event. But uh, we've got a huge event for everybody. Over 100 guns are going to be on site to be given away. We've got uh, almost 75 guided trips that are going to be there all over the world and all over the United States, primarily focusing in the uh, West Coast. But we've got trips from all over the country that are going to be available for you to bid on and uh, get in the raffle at the event. And it's going to be just a great time for us to get everyone together as well as to raise money for the organization to continue the mission to fight for our hunting and fishing in Northern California. Well, you guys are doing a pretty darn good job of it. Uh, Always uh, standing up for the anglers out there, testifying on their behalf, bringing in experts to testify on behalf of anglers and sportsmen throughout the state, really getting the message out to the Department of Fish and Wildlife what sportsmen want, aren't you? Absolutely. You know, that's one of the things that, you know, you and I have talked about that has always been needed and things that you've done in the past and others that have followed the grassroots effort of really fighting for 
the sportsmen and women that are out there in California of what we want as anglers and hunters and what we need from the department, from the federal government, and uh, to make sure that we have sustainability. Unfortunately, we've had a really poor salmon season this year with the returns that came back to the Sacramento Feather and American Rivers, and we have very little water for our duck hunting guides and for our waterfowl hunters that are out there. And from the standpoint of just protecting the sustainable resource, we have to do a better job. And without groups like ours uh, and others, uh, they're starting to dwindle and starting to go away because of the fact that it is tougher times with climate change and drought. And for certain management strategies that our department and state believe in, we've got to be that force that bucks back and pushes for what the families want and what the recreational anglers need and hunters need so that we can make sure that we're representing our communities as needed. Yeah, it's always a tricky thing getting the proper balance between helping and saving and survival of our fisheries in addition to the excitement and enjoyment of fishing. So it's these guys are out there doing the job, making things happen, and they deserve your support, folks. This is a big dinner coming Saturday, November 5th. You can buy your tickets. It's right at the Yuba County Fairgrounds in Yuba City. The tickets you can buy in advance. At, uh, you can go to NCGASA, that's the Northern California Guides and Sportsmen's Association, .org, and you can get tickets there, $100 for a junior, $150 for a single, $250 for a couple. Seems like a lot of money, doesn't it? Not when you realize that it goes into what they do and the actions that they take. James, it, I give them your best shot to draw them down to this event. Kent and I will be there along with many others, and we hope that you, the public, will come out and support them too. Yeah, we appreciate that. You know, due to inflation and some other pricing, a lot of our prices went up to buy a hundred guns is very expensive. You know, we've got over a hundred thousand dollars in guns and retail value and we have got over a hundred thousand dollars in other prizes to give away. So there's about two hundred thousand dollars prizes. We are down in attendance this year and we figured that that mainly all the organizations are dead this year because of the tight times that we're all suffering and uh, we're all hurting together. But we can assure you that we are making sure that the money that is raised at this event, we need you more than ever this year. And we're going to make sure that this money is used for the right things so that we can continue advocating for you, fighting against the legislation that's trying to stop hunting and fishing. We're working as hard as we can on the salmon fisheries, the striped bass fisheries, and many other inland fisheries, and we won't stop, and we will continue to make sure that we're advocating for all of our membership and supporters. Well, they can certainly go to their website, folks. That's the Northern California Guides and Sportsmen's Association dot org, N-C-G-A-S-A dot org. You can find out information. Is there a phone number they can call for more? Yeah, they can always give me a call if they have any questions, 530-923-9440, or go to the web, ncgasa.org. All the information's there, all the information's on Facebook. And uh, feel free to call us if you have any questions. There's a few sponsor tables that are still left, and uh, there's couples and individual tickets. Remember something, you know, normally we don't announce this uh, prior to the event, but uh you know, we give away 10 lifetime licenses to our youth at every event. So 10 kids every year walk away with lifetime hunting or fishing licenses, their choice, that are given away for free just for attending. It's one of the small things that we do 
to make sure that we're ensuring that our youth has a future in California and the outdoors. Keep it up, man. Don't stop doing what you do because we're running out of people that will stand up and fight the fights as they're needed. And I hope more and more you'll pay attention and fight stronger and longer in the future, too, because you're going to need to. James, thanks for hooking up with us. We will see you at the dinner, and I hope we'll see a lot of our listeners show up, too. We appreciate your support. Thank you so much, and thank you to all the donors, supporters, members, and everyone that supported us in the past. And uh, we look forward to seeing you all next Saturday. Great event. It's going to be a great time. Thanks, James. We'll talk to you again then. Take care, and thanks for all you do. Uh, Bye-bye. Wow, a lot going on down there. They've got a lot to do. And I bet our next guest has got a few things for us to do, too. Mr. Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, as soon as I find the right button, <laughs> is hooking up with us. He had was, a hard time with buttons today. Hit that button again. There we go. I don't know what's going on with buttons, but they seem to work when they feel like it. Joining us right now is the editor of Western Outdoor News, Mr. Dave Hurley. Good morning, Dave. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Uh, thank you for promoting that uh, NorCal Guides. I think that's really important. And if you can't make it, you can always donate and become a member. It's only $20. That's what right. That about, three, about three minnows right now. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's five mud suckers is yeah. one way to look at it. I was going to say it. So, yeah, I think everybody should be out because they are doing great work. So thank you. So freshwater, you know, we're, we're getting into that planting season. Collins Lake is planted for the first time. Lake Amador planted this week. You know, the water finally got down to about 68 degrees, and they got 1,000 pounds in of their amigolds, which the lightning trout, those are really popular for guys fishing from the bank. And Pardee has been pumping a couple thousand pounds in, but we only got one more week left of Pardee. It closes on the 6th until February. So, But those fish are moving out into the center of the lake. Robbie Dunham uh, of Coke Machine was out there this week trolling his speedy shiners, and he was able to get a couple limits, uh, including some lightning trout that were over four pounds and a couple of big uh, rainbows. So... They're there. We got one week left, and the water's still high there. That's one thing nice about that particular lake. And with Justin Leonard talking about Inglebright earlier, you don't have to worry about launching. You know that 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 certainly makes a difference. Yes, it does, uh, and it's a beautiful little lake over there too. Well, it's it's especially when you go back up in that rock wall and up the canyon. That is really gorgeous. You know, as far as that goes, uh, Lake Comanche still has not planted yet, but they should start soon. That water is sixty-five degrees. Well, we've got this cooling trend, and it's real cool this morning. So we're going to see all these lower elevation lakes start to take off as this shad balls up. And, uh, you know, uh, you're going to have some opportunities for fishing from the bank from places like Amador. San Pablo Valley Reservoir was planted a couple weeks ago. You're going to see the Bay Area lakes starting to get planted. So bank anglers are going to have something to do here real soon. Well, you've had a little bit to do yourself lately. You headed out for some white sea bass the other day, didn't you? We did head out for some white sea bass, but there's a reason why they call them the ghosts. You know, they're there. This this fishery has really t- really taken off for those captains who know what they're doing. And fortunately, you know, one of the perks of being able to do this is being able to go with the people that are the best at what they do. And I got a chance to go with Ron Koyasako. We call him the ghost whisperer. He is a guy that really puts in his time. And this was a crew trip, and we, we still stayed out from dark to 4.30 before we called it a day, and we traveled all over the bay, and we only saw one of the ghosts. <laughs> he had seen before, you know, they'd been there. They just hadn't been biting. But, uh, you know, those fish are, when you catch one, it is a spectacular thing. The first trip, I got spoiled. 
I got a limit. I have three fish up to about 30 pounds. And we had to, when they bite, you could sit there all day long. It's like fishing for bait, uh, fishing for stripers with bait. You could just sit there and sit there and sit there. And then all of a sudden, every rod goes off and the whole boat is in chaos. It's just like that. And it was a blast. Well, I hear there was a great bite on shoes also out there. <laughs> oh, I tell you, man, I'm, I'm going to go into my next career. But no one can say that I don't have soul because, you know, sitting <laughs> well, there off. <laughs> I think you'll need to go back again to make it an even pair, Dave. That's true. I only got one. But that's not a crock, I'm going to tell you. It wasn't a crock. <laughs> oh, uh... <laughs> oh, these puns wow. are getting terrible around here. Today. <laughs> but I will tell you this. I was sitting there, and Trent Slate looks at Captain Trent Slate. And says, hey, Dave, there's something wrong with your rod. They said, ah, I don't know. But, you know, he's always right. So I went and reeled it up. And I can tell you, shoes don't fight very hard. That's really kind of a disappointing. They don't put up much of a fight. Was it but, a leather uh, shoe or a tennis shoe, Dave? These are important it, facts to know. <laughs> it was some type of sandal that came up. And fortunately, we removed it from the bay. So let's hope that uh, it wasn't from somebody that lost his shoes because he didn't have a pipe jacket on. Hopefully, there's not a one-footed guy, a one-shoed guy still out there in the bay, set or a skeleton. But I tell you, they're not very satisfying to fight. Although I did, I was very proud when I took a picture of it. You know, I have to admit, you know, it was like uh, just one of those trophy things. That's the first shoe I've ever caught. Oh, I've caught uh, it before. I caught a I caught a boot off of the Derulio's Pier in Crockett one time. (laughs) And it looked so like my, it had been in there for about 40 or 50 years. So that was my personal best. So, yeah, I, I've never caught a boot, but that sounds like that sounds like a, a, a quite a story too, Seth. But it was fun. Hopefully these ghosts, they will they should start biting. When we got them, it was November the 5th. That's last time. It was blowing 30, to, 30 miles an hour out there. We said, should we go? And we went, and then that's the day we got them. But that was two years ago. A lot of these captains yeah. work over there by the bridge. They work near the pilings for those. And uh, it, well, that's a tough area to fish over there, especially with the latest regulations and everything. Well, the the thing is that they do – Ron does like um, they do in Southern California. He anchors on them. A lot of guys will drift through them. And if you come in hard through the fish, you'll put them down. Yeah. You know, they last. I mean, it's just like – Everything else, when you have somebody blasting through, you'll not you'll you'll put the whole bite down. So he anchors on him. He's very stealth. Comes in, sets anchor, and he will set anchor up to ten or eleven times, multiple times until he gets what he wants. You know, he is like, you know, when when uh, Zach's out there fishing sturgeon, he's hunting. You know, Zach is hunting. He's looking. He's looking. He's looking. He'll look for a long time. The same thing with Ron. They just keep. They won't. They won't put down anchor until they feel that they, they they see what they like out there. And that's what makes them a great captain. You know, that you know, you get impatient, you want to get your line in the water, but they're 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 there. They know we trust them. You know, they know that what they're doing and they're gonna put you on the fish. But they're not gonna put you down until they have the best opportunity for you to get hooked up. So and, no, it was great. You know, that plays right into what we experienced at Pyramid. Uh, we had a captain that was diehard with J D Ritchie. He was not gonna let us go home without anything on that boat. 37.2 miles we traveled on Pyramid Lake, sometimes going 5, 10 miles, looking at a spot for 30 seconds and then moving off to another spot. That's what a good captain will do. They will move you around. They will go to every single spot they knows hold fish or has held fish to give you every opportunity. If you got a guy that drops the pick and sits there all day long and says, well, pick him up, I guess it was just a slow day, you got hosed. That's the truth. Yeah, and, and 
And there's what guys that do that. There's guys that do that, though, too. Oh, there certainly I have experienced that. But what is it about us when we go out on these trips that we can't catch fish, Seth? I just don't understand it. We can only you know? talk about it. We can't do it. <laughs> Apparently not. I you used know? to be able to catch trout, dude. I go up to Berryessa, I'm catching bass, and I'm going, what the so hell? So you're moving on up. I like it. No, I'm not. I'm ready to throw away my stuff if all I can catch is bass. <laughs> Jesus. It's like I catching know. a carp as far as I'm concerned. Oh, there goes half your listeners. Yeah, goodbye, Bass Guys. See Kent Brown Saturday mornings, <laughs> 5 to 6. No, it's, it's, it's true, isn't it? We just have to live on our past laurels, I'll tell you. I got a picture of, I got a picture of me and a fish once. <laughs> I got plenty of those. They're all stacked up now, but yes, uh, I did catch a couple stripers that day, so that was kind of fun too, but I, I really wanted the white sea bass, but you know what? It's fishing, you know, and it's always fun to be out there, and like we're laughing now, you're sitting out there laughing like uh, you could be on the trip, and that's the best thing, being out there with good people, good friends. And I know on Monday's trip you guys had a few good laughs, too. Oh, uh, it was nonstop laughs. That's just the way it worked. <laughs> it was uh, everybody got their legs cut off by other people poking at them in that boat. It was it was a fun time. With- it was like going with the Golden Girls, for God's sake. We had <laughs> Sepp, Bob Smalley, and Richard Burton, okay? Oh, you guys, you must have had a blast. Yeah, yeah. so Kent's the youngest guy in the boat. Right. So we're going, Kent, get me a Coke. Hey, Kent, yeah. get that jacket over there. <laughs> hey, Kent, do this. <laughs> Go get the trailer. <laughs> yeah, I'm, a, I'm glad you did it for him, Kent. You yeah, know, had I'm to not... take care of him. Had to take care of him. <laughs> so, no, that's what I say. We have some cool weather coming on. It's a good time to start looking at where who's planting, what's, what, what, uh, what's going in. Make sure you know what the launch conditions are. But before you go to the lake, I think we we still have uh, Browns. Uh, what is it? Uh, uh, Granite Bay still open at Folsom, Kent. Uh, Browns Ravine and Granite both. Folsom Lake Marina okay. and Granite, yeah, both of them. Oh, are open. good. Yeah, just make sure your launch ramps set up. The same thing at Oroville. You know, Lofer Creek is getting really low. The Bidwell is still up. You know, and I guess Berryessa is starting to get a little shaky now from what I heard earlier on. So. Yeah, it's a little narrow down there getting in. Just uh, ask questions and stay to the left is what they're telling us right now. <laughs> and don't go in as far as you can. Just go in as far as you have to. If you go in as far work. as you can, there may be a tractor hooked up to you in about 20 minutes yanking you out of there. And I've done that before, and it is no fun yeah. whatsoever and i gotta tell you it is so steep on the ramp down there at the bottom that even if you have a four-wheel drive vehicle you're probably not going to pull those tires up over the end of that ramp oh and boy with the damage it does to your trailer too so yeah be careful eagle lake is still you can both put a boat in there and the fishing has been great but uh you got to be careful again putting that boat in there so there's a lot of opportunities out there and just have to know exactly what you're doing you got that right one of the best ways to do that is to listen to california sportsmen or Get a subscription to Western Outdoor News. Dave, real quick, tell them how they can do that. Real simple. Just go to one news, W-O-N-E-W-S dot com. And I think the digital is the best value. comes out on Tuesday. So tomorrow I'll have my reports turned in. Actually, Monday morning, Tuesday, the reports are out, which, you know, it's, you can't get much more up to date than that. And so uh, we, we enjoy it. You're going to get all the Southern California news, too. So thank you guys for the opportunity today. Have a wonderful week. Thank you, Dave. We appreciate you joining us and sharing with our listeners. Take care. Have a good one, and get you'll get that sea bass yet. Don't even worry about it. Well, Mr. Brown, 
This is a good weekend to kick back and take life easy, isn't it? It, it is. It is. My new boat's coming. Did I tell you? We'll talk about it next week. I got one coming, too, in January. Yeah, like mine's on a truck. So I love like the one right I now. got, though. I can tell you that right now. Thanks to Mark Blanton and the great folks at Gone Fishing Marine. Till next week, this is Seb. Tight lines, everybody.